0: I think that's important He was on It is um, very important I just listened to him On another podcast um, Which you should listen To his podcast Yeah Bible right, in a year Right If you haven't listened To the Bible in a year Pause this Listen to the Bible in a year podcast then come back
1: in a year Come back
0: Welcome back He was on Megan Kelly Megan Kelly's podcast Not too long ago I thought that was really great So if you want more Father Mike Schmitz yeah. Megan Kelly
1: He's just going around On everyone's podcast Apparently got his own he's got others yeah that guy's they're, busy
0: they're doing um i think i mentioned this last week it. but they're doing a uh he's gonna do a, a catechism in a gear. oh yeah which i'm really excited about
1: that will be awesome
0: because the catechism is so dense
1: yeah it's gonna be one of those like oh wow gotta really think about that like write notes and stuff i feel like it's gonna be deep
0: I'm not going to be writing notes on that listen because I'll be in the car.
1: <laughs> that's true. Probably <laughs> both hands on the wheel. That's safe.
0: 10 and 2, baby.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Actually, I do. Are you a 10 um, and 2 No. Yeah, uh, four, six.
1: <clears throat> four and 6. Four and 6? Yeah, four and 6. He's sad. Or just four. Just four, I'm sure. My right
0: hand on the bottom of the. All right. I don't really like, know. Like 10 and what 2 is probably fine, but like it makes your arms tired on like longer trips. Yeah. So just one hand kind of on the wheel. Yeah, that's fair. Unless I'm passing somebody. I got two ends on the
1: wheel if I'm passing oh, somebody. Oh, that's good. It's a good idea. I'm glad I can be on the highway at the same no. time as you.
0: I'm Cameron. I never mentioned who I was.
1: Oh, I'm pretty sure people are wondering. Yeah. Are you still John? Yeah.
0: That's good. I think
1: I introduced myself.
0: I think you did. Yeah. I did. Uh, so we are joined today by Dana Shackelford. Yeah. Hi. Hi. How's it going?
2: It's going great.
0: Thanks so much for joining us. You betcha. Right. What's your claim to fame, Dana?
2: Uh, I'm a music teacher and I have about four to six hundred people that know who I am and some wow. of them think I'm cool well, some of them hate me so you know it's kind of
1: I think you're pretty cool Thanks. so I'm in like the the majority of people I think think you're pretty cool you're I a would, teacher would, that's would, part yeah. for
0: the course though yeah, yeah that's you know,
1: yeah. <clears> true <throat> yeah. yeah how are you how are you doing John I'm fine yeah Why why I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. Life yeah. Was, I like, mean life has been good.
0: You know, we I've pushed been, this episode back because you you st- I got the Rona. Fought the Bum bum bum. The, uh,
1: it's fine. I'm fine.
0: Did you COVID did
2: you take the, so many naps?
1: Yeah, like the first so the first so I got it uh, so I was at work and I woke up that morning, and I felt fine. Yeah. And also I'm like three hours into my shift I'm like I don't know, kind of have a sore throat. And then I was like, but you know what? I'm really parched. I'm a nurse. So, like, I wear a mask all day, you get yeah. a sore throat, whatever. So, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go to lunch and eat some food. And usually that helps. Usually, just take it off a mask for a while, eating lunch usually helps. Didn't help. Like, oh, <laughs> you're oh, crap, not you when you're hungry. And I was like, oh man, this isn't good. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, hey, I should probably take a test. And we have them at work, obviously. I work in a hospital. I hope we have them. So, yeah, I came back positive. So I was like, "Ah, oh, crap. So that day I felt fine, like sore throat. And then the next day I was like out. I was like body aches and chills and, you know, the whole shebang for about 24 hours. And then Wednesday I was a little bit better. And then Thursday, Friday, I was fine. I still was off from work because it's like the five days of hard, you know, I just felt I felt bad. So my wife got it. Like we were doing decent, and then, like, of like she didn't get it. She was able to go to work, and then all of a sudden, like she got home from work on one of the days, and she was like, oh. i was
2: like, dang it, <laughs> oh no."
3: So I yeah. shared too much. <clears throat> yeah, I
1: don't think you
0: fine. can feel bad about that though, because like it's your wife. Like, there's yeah, like, I mean, a, there's nothing you
1: can do about it. I know. Well weirdly she has a co-worker who got sick husband never got it That's she's like crazy. i don't know yeah they slept in the same bed every night
3: what? like they good. Didn't,
1: like when i got it i was like the first time we slept in the same bed and then i had an awful night i didn't want to keep like laura awake too because i was like coughing so i slept in our guest bed which is fine like i just didn't want to get her sick you know yeah but That's yeah weird. this couple they did yeah he never got
0: sick. You know what I think it's that to is.
3: We try to do that.
1: And, you know.
0: I think if there's, if, if, there's a, if there's a married couple that that had that, <clears throat> that person definitely had it. They had it yeah. first.
1: Yeah, that's true. Wow. No symptoms and gave it to the other person. Yeah, I think that that's probably what the case. But you're
0: is. alive, so that's that's important. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here to that's tell
1: important. a story. <laughs> 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 I gotta yeah. put a Hamilton reference in this somewhere.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I've check I've that had one a, off I've had a <laughs> i didn't die for somebody else to tell my story so you know we we've had hamilton references in and i think all the episodes so far
1: yeah i dropped one
0: in there where'd so it go we're good, where'd it go? good well, typically we i checked. don't mention <laughs> it though so you <laughs> kind of screwed it up thanks
2: oh oh, oh well <laughs> <laughs> now i'm gonna have just to go had back to and listen. The, yeah just
1: have to check the box
0: but you you've had an uh entertaining week i you started uh started the chosen finally yeah, <gasps> I did. Oh, it's so good.
1: Yeah, it so it is like, it's so good. The hype is real. So again, listen to Father Mike Schmidt's podcast and watch The Chosen because mm-hmm. um, it's so good. Every episode so far, I'm on episode like seven of season one. I only started it like a few days ago, so no shame or anything about binging a show, but I don't feel as bad because it's a really good show with a good You author, also already obviously. know the story. Right, but it's, this is how I know it's good. I know it's going to happen, right? Because so it's like mm-hmm. it's about Jesus. Like we know the stories in the Bible. We yep. know who. the... But I'm still like in chills every time. Like I yep. know it's going to happen. It's sort of like you know a movie's good when you, you know the ending. Like a thirteen, I always say. Like I know it's going to happen. Yeah, Paul thirteen. It's a real story. Spoiler. Spo- <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you can read the whole thing on Wikipedia. Um, but. Like, but it's still such a good movie. It even is. though you know what's going to happen. That's the same thing with this. It's like, I know it's going to happen, but every episode I've been either in tears or, like, have had chills of just, like, it's so powerful. we are like, and, giggling um, the
2: whole time. Yeah, it's also it's funny. It's so great.
1: It's so funny. Like, the, the, there's, I mean, I think we forget, too, and I kind of keep reminding myself that, like, Jesus was also human, so mm-hmm. he had a sense of humor. He was a funny guy. He had to have been, yeah. man. Like, so... um, Oh, it's great. It's great so far. I'm on episode seven. I just finished like the meeting between Jesus and Nicodemus. It's great. So it's great so far. So if you haven't watched it, definitely watch it. Um every episode there's been something, like I said, that's giving me chills or a quote that I'm like, wow, I should really pray on that. Like that's very powerful or relevant to today or or whatnot. So
2: it's been really good. I love the relationships in that movie. They're like they're beautiful, but they're real. They're not like fake lovey-dovey, oh, everything will be fine. It's like, yeah, that really sucked. Yeah. And I'm going to be here with you in that. Mm-hmm. And it's just beautiful.
1: Yeah. I was just saying, too, um, I talked to Cameron about this earlier. Like, we we know, like like the Bible mentions, like, Peter was a fisherman. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like as far as it goes of like, he was a fisherman. He was the son of Jonah. And that's all we kind of know, which makes sense because back then, like when you're storytelling, like people knew what fishermen's life was like, like because it would be like us saying today, like, "Oh, I'm a I'm a teacher. Okay, I kind of know what your lifestyle is. Oh, I'm a nurse. I'm a doctor. Whatever." Like people knew if fishermen's lifestyle was, but like nowadays, like I don't know what a fisherman's lifestyle was, but like this show kind of goes into it. Like he was barely making ends meet. Like he had to do things that were frowned upon to just you know like get by you know like that's what and that the show kind of portrays of like this is what they came from or like the total opposite spectrum of like matthew who had money upon money upon money because he was a tax collector and left it all right but he was also like scrutinized like we forget like tax collectors are like there's a quote that like i'm a tax collector i'm the you know like most hated person in this community and the Roman guards like well you're not Roman like we're hated more he's like no but I chose this life like we're born into this like I chose this and everyone hates me um so like he had riches upon riches and was scrutinized like and uh how just like just the backstories and like you said the relationships are just sorry I'll 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 stop ranting and going on tantrum but it's uh it's worth
2: a rant it is worth a rant I agree (laughs) it's very good
0: the reason I bring it up,
2: you—excuse
0: <clears throat> me—you had texted me the other day because we're friends. We text sometimes. Yeah, we. we um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you had texted me a uh, a quote Sunday morning. You texted me Sunday morning. Was it Sunday morning? I think it was, yeah, it was Sunday morning. Right. Yeah. Um, you texted me a quote from <clears throat> from mm-hmm. the I don't know which episode it was.
1: I think it was episode one. I think this is a quote from Nicodemus in episode one that you're going with.
0: Yeah, so it was um I I don't you remind me of the context. though.
1: um of the quote. Yeah. Oh, okay, so Nicodemus is so seen with his um with his wife and he's visiting Capernaum from Jerusalem because he's a Sanhedrin. So I think he's I think he's primarily living in Jerusalem from what I gather and then he was visiting um I forget the exact context. He's about to talk to other Pharisees, uh, other Pharisee students. Um, And he was kind of like, in a way, like weirdly not looking forward to it in a way. And, And he was sort of like, um, Talking about how the students were like misunderstood of some stuff, and the, the, the quote, the line that I mean, I don't know if it's if you want to say the line, but the line that like really stuck out to me was, Um, when did the Sabbath become a performance? And
2: was it a dinner party that he had to go yeah, to? Yeah, yes,
1: yes, yeah, it was a dinner party he's about to go to, and he's like kind of looking forward to it, but not really because his was wife like, was trying to like
2: yeah. jazz him up, and he was like, This is all just a show, right? And she's she said, this is our life, and yep, you need to be you.
1: Thank you. Yes, I can't yeah. remember if it was before he was talking to the students or about to go to the dinner party, but he was like, not looking forward to it because he's like, oh, I feel like I just have to be, you know, put on a performance for people. He's like, Since when did it become a performance? You know, this is faith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, um, very powerful line. I was like, I've been like outwardly was like, Oh, like, oh, yeah.
0: It's a it's a spicy idea, uh, because I even I even think about that. I mean, I mean, you know, you know where I line up on, um, well, at least when it comes to the, the mass because the, the Sabbath. What do we do on the Sabbath? We rest and we give glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we worship. We go to mass right. on on Sundays. If you don't go every day, you know, go on Sundays. Um, and this idea of it being theater. This idea of it being a performance—like, mm-hmm. why do you go to a performance? You go to be entertained, right? You know, you were in, you were in theater yourself, John. Like, why did you go into theater to entertain yeah, people? Yeah, because yeah. it's fun. Because it's you're you're doing it for the audience. If so there's no audience, there's no theater. Yep. Um, and how often do we? You know, this might be spicy, but <laughs> how often in the mass now? You know, at least especially in a big parish like here, do we focus on oh the mass needs to be about community or the mass needs to be about you know we don't want we don't want to be distracting, we wanna make sure that people get something out of it or or some people will be like, Oh, the homily wasn't good so I didn't get anything about mass or, or the music the, or, yeah, the music, music wasn't <laughs> good yeah. so I didn't get anything out of mass or I just didn't I just didn't feel
1: I need to feel like I always have to be totally 100% engaged. And if it's not giving me what I want, then I'm not going to be satisfied. Yeah. yeah so,
0: right. like, instead of it being theocentric, which is a big word, like God centered, everything in the mass points us towards God. Mm. Um, instead, it becomes about us, it becomes right. about the community. And I have gripes about, you know, certain music choices that we make, <laughs> and, you know uh or you know, things that are that are absent from the mass mm, that sure I don't think should be absent from the mass because it gives glory to God. And we should always be giving glory to God. I think you should be doing hundred and ten percent every Sunday throw the whole kitchen sink at, at <laughs> right. it because yeah.
2: That'd be awesome. <laughs>
1: incense candles Incense, everywhere.
0: candles on candles, um yeah. you know, uh Chant, chant, you chant. I think oh, you know I mean, it'd love be great if we had chant more choirs. Um, what's the one where it's uh, the priest is facing the other
2: way? Ad orientum. Ad Thank
0: you. We had a wedding like um, that. Yeah, like Did you it's really? that's really, yeah, really yeah. cool. See, because that was, in the, you know the an
2: interesting, interesting experience. It's because
0: it's cool because it's the the priest leads the people to yeah. to to Calvary or leads people towards God or faces towards God because yeah. the tabernacle is right there mm-hmm. um, it's
2: so easy to understand it as a sacrifice mm. rather than as a meal when yeah
0: and I don't want to like yeah. I don't want like a bunch of <laughs> a bunch <laughs> of people to be like oh my goodness you know Cameron is this rad trad <laughs> you know like hates <laughs> the Soto. I don't hate the Norvisoto no I'm not a rad trad um, the mass of the mass of the mass of the mass mm-hmm. right and the you know the mass is good. Mass You'll is go perfect. to a mass
1: if it's as traditional as traditional or if it's as Norvis Well, Yeah. well Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. Too far? <laughs> Too far. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, if it's, if it's sunny, I'm going to mass. I don't really right. care. Yeah. yeah. it's it, And that's, <laughs> yeah. I think
1: Nicodemus's point uh, in the show was like, why do I have to feel like I have to say all the right words for something? Like, cause he was talking about how he's a teacher and he's like, I, I don't have to have the right words, but these people have to be entertained and, you Know, oh, it's all just a show for that is you know, so at this dinner, but true it's true like, for why teachers, should, <laughs> yeah. Like, why should I have to, you know? Uh, yeah, it's it's not about me, it's about God, you know. So, why, when did it become a performance sort of thing? So, it's a very really mm-hmm. powerful uh line, yeah, yeah, Watch right, the away. right away.
0: Watch The Chosen for sure, very good. Mm-hmm. Watch Chosen, Father Mike Schmitz. Not even just the Bible in year, just Father Mike Schmitz. Yeah, Just, can't go wrong, Mike just
1: Google him, watch uh, videos. He's got great YouTube videos as well. He's a cool guy. He's pretty solid um, guy. Um,
0: so Dana, we're so, we're so glad to, to have you here today. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just had your father on mm-hmm. not too long ago, uh, Deegan Mike, uh, who blessed us with some really great music.
1: Yeah. Um, the first live performance we've had on here. It was, it cool. was and uh, it great. might be the last. <laughs> Why is that?
0: Why is that? Because yeah. we're never going to be as you
2: good as it
1: oh, that's was. True. That's good. Oh,
2: I, I can think of a couple people who might do some music. Don't for put it out there. But I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep it inside.
0: I was so nervous the entire <laughs> I'll time. I'll email it to you later. Because I'm like, if this, I, I just want it to sound good. and, and luckily, It sounded really good. Luckily it did. Yeah. Luckily it did. And I, sound good, yeah. I don't want to try to catch lightning in a bottle again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I was listening to it. Uh, in the morning I was finishing that podcast in the morning listening to my dad talk which is hilarious uh and then I I I got to the where he sings at the end um right as I was getting in the car with my daughter to go to school and I was like oh (laughs) dude so I'm like you know quick plugging my phone in and uh I, I didn't tell her what it was and then um at the end, he like gives the blessing and I was like, oh, cool. I get a blessing from dad today. That's awesome. And then I was like, I can listen to this anytime I want. That's awesome. <laughs> Free blessings Free for blessings everybody. Free from dad. Uh, and then uh, I, we, got to, we got to school and I turned it off right after he did the blessing. And, and she was like, was that grandpa? Oh, that's so cute. And I was like, yeah. So yesterday we get in the car and uh, the kids have been like kind of not feeling well. We've had, I think we've had like two or three sicknesses go through our house in the last month, but um, the they were just kind of like really chill. And I was like, do you guys want music? And they usually like, there's a couple things they usually ask for, but I also misplaced my iPod. So I have like nothing that they usually ask for in the car. And Teresa's like, I want to listen to grandpa. And I was like, I have that. We can listen to that. <laughs> and so I'm like, I found it on the podcast and I like, I put it on and I, we drove home and it was like just the right amount of time to get us home. And then we get out of the car and Joe was like, I want grandpa. And it was oh, like the funny. cutest thing ever. And I did not know my grandpa ha- or my dad had off today. So the kids got to like spend the day with them, which is really cute. Oh, that's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. awesome.
0: Um so, uh, we, let's just kind of start there, since we had your dad on. He yeah. kind of talked about family life, mm-hmm. um, and he's not here right now, so you can <laughs> feel free to tell the truth <laughs> to dozens of people.
2: Uh, I shall. I shall tell the, ju- the truth internet. to all of the, all of the dozens. Uh,
0: so, you're you're cradle Catholic, obviously, yep. or your, your dad is a deacon. Yeah. Uh, wasn't always a deacon, though. Wasn't no. always a deacon, though, so... Um, how does your how do, how does that uh, go for you in, in your life?
2: Uh, yeah. well I, I remember when dad went church shopping when he tried to leave the faith before he discovered relevant radio and I remember that being like a really weird time um, and I found out later that like my mom was really upset about it and she like she didn't know what to do. She's like this is like core to our relationship and our family and like we have to be Catholic. And so she was the one who had sought out um, Sister Mary Rose at the convent to talk. To, and she's like, I don't know what to, I don't know like how what to do with my husband, basically. Right. And so Sister Mary Rose got them all straightened out. But I remember, I remember doing that church shopping and like we went to all these different churches and it was like, some of them was very much like a show. Like you went and I was like, oh, that was really fun. And then I was like, we would leave and like we'd be in the car and mom, dad would be like, very calmly discussing uh the the service and it would always be like well that was fun but it like it wasn't like it wasn't like church church was kind of how i thought about it like it was church but it wasn't church church like as a little you know eight or ten year old me thinking that through um and then when i went through life teen and i really like developed a love for the eucharist and it was like it was you know V8 smack in the forehead, like, oh, hello, this is what I've been missing at all of these other places. And then in in college and my first couple jobs, I I had lots of friends of different faith backgrounds, and I would go to like Christ the Rock and Appleton, and I would go to all these different places, and they would always be like, oh, you can come to our service on Sunday, and I'd be like, "Hmm, I I might, but I have somewhere else to be on Sunday, right? Um, Because like, it's so funny to be a Catholic and sit in other. Um, other situations of faith and like here there was one one thing i remember that we were watching this like video of a talk and they were saying something about like the the new ark it, it was kind of leading up to the new ark of the covenant and i was like oh that's mary that's mary that's and i was like writing it in big letters in my journal like mary and that, <laughs> and then he never said it oh he just like never said it like dancing around this whole truth. and then he got to um john 6 and he's talking about that and i was like the eucharist hello it's like so obvious Mm. to me as a catholic and it just never got to it and i was like this is really nice and the music is amazing and like the the experience of being here like the holy spirit is doing Mm. something in Mm -hmm. this this community but how can you how can you miss like the those really big beautiful things about the faith you know how can you miss and i love that's one of the things i love about the chosen is like mary is there she's doing things yeah. Like every episode, she's like bringing, bringing people to Jesus. She's like helping Jesus with like everything. And mm. oh, it's just beautiful.
0: It's, uh, I, cause I grew up Lutheran. Uh, mm-hmm. So going back, even as a, I haven't been back since I've been Catholic, but when I started dating Elizabeth, we had been going to mass for about, I don't know, six, seven months. Or I had been going to mass for six seven months she'd been going for 20 plus years yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and going just going back and 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 to it to it so theres a, there was a Missouri Synod mm-hmm. so it's closeish yeah. you know it's <laughs> they've got all the parts they you know they've got the there's the preface and there's the <laughs> um, absolution and I'm putting absolution in quotes <laughs> um and there's a there's the readings in the correct order and there's a sermon. In the correct order, and then they don't always do a, a la They don't always do communion at, at at the Lutheran. Sorry, I think it's every other week or whatever, but the their communion. And I'm putting this in quotes. Liturgy is very similar yeah. to right. Catholic, but even when you hear them talk about it, even when you hear about. John chapter six, the bread of life discourse, or Mary, there was always that yeah. dancing around kind of because
2: like, oh we don't really want to say it. It's like just say it. Because like, if, it's okay.
0: The problem is is that if you touch it, it becomes real. Yeah. And it becomes truth. Yeah. And it's in it's against everything that they've already said. Yeah. So like Mary isn't <laughs> as important.
2: But she
0: kind of is. To, to, right. <laughs> but she is. Uh, but yes. for for Lutheran, it's kind of like, well, if you touch Mary, like that topic too much, when well, now, now I, now we're elevating Mary, yes. or if you talk about the Eucharist too much, or if you touch Jesus's real presence, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist, now when you're you start to become Catholic. Intr- oh yeah, man. you start to become Catholic, <laughs> which is a problem. Uh, I mean, is it though? <laughs> It's a it's a problem if you're Lutheran, <laughs> if you know if you don't want to yeah. lose people at your at your church. And yeah. I think the important thing for for sure for us to always remember is that what you said there at the end, yeah, like the Holy Spirit is working here, yeah, in so these many people,
2: beautiful good things happening.
0: But you know how do how do we just get that next step? Because yeah, I know a lot of I know Catholics who are lukewarm,
3: yeah,
0: and I know Protestants who are on fire. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know.
2: That's why I was going there at, during the weekdays instead of you know. yeah because
0: right. you you want people who are you want to ha- we're drawn to people who are radically in love with Jesus
2: yeah you sure. you
0: would like them to also be like hey do you even want to be like closer to Jesus like we have the Eucharist. you want to like receive so great? Jesus like the, actual, for real? <laughs> like the actual real Jesus that you're so in love with um so I th- I think that's that that's really cool that you supported your friends during the week but also it's kept true to the faith. Yeah. Or at least our faith. It, I can uh, I
2: can't imagine doing it any other way. Like it's just not probably this is probably the biggest testament to my parents is like I can't I I really cannot imagine not having God in my life. Uh and not being Catholic and not going to mass every week. Like I can't I can't fathom that. And uh, yeah. it was kind of funny to meet Sam because Sam is like, as uh, he might be a rad trad. He might be who is, who is Sam, my husband, okay, my my wonderful <laughs> husband. He might be a rad trad. Um, he loves the Latin mass, and I think the Latin mass is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to exclusively go to the Latin mass because on. I don't speak Hold Latin. Hold on,
0: we're, it's, we're, we're in spicy getting oh, spicy! Watch spicy, out, spicy, Sp- spicy, yeah, little spicy little territory! <laughs> Watch cool out, spicy! Um, going up a little bit.
3: Yeah,
2: oh, look keep out, going, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so funny to be with with my husband because he loves all that stuff, but also like he lived very much like in the world with his family. Like he he played video games and he watched all mm. of the PG thirteen and R rated movies and all the things. And like my my family, my dad was very like particular about sheltering me from that stuff. Um, we weren't allowed to listen to mainstream radio. We didn't watch, I mean, PG-13 movies. Even after we became 13, we were like, eh, right. maybe not. Yeah. We don't need to do that, um, which is really funny because my mom hates cartoons. I don't know how <laughs> she survived as long as she did. Um, but, like, they very, they're very, very intentional about what came into our house. And I think that's the biggest thing that allowed me to have, like, the beautiful childhood that i remember is like i never ever had like we didn't have we didn't have video games in my house at all um i remember i got a game boy and it was very exciting i got a game boy because we were going to florida to disney world and we were going to be in the car for 24 hours
1: need something to do we need
2: something to do so they (laughs) my parents bought us each a game boy for that trip um and that was like the only video games we ever had in the house um and so like we didn't have like the, the video game violence and they like we never had like cable TV. So it was it, like cartoons. Um, and we had it, like they were just very intentional about that. And that's something that I like think about with my kids and like especially being a teacher in the public schools. <laughs> we we're talking about uh, a weird trend that's going around in oh public boy. schools of like children making inappropriate noises. like just it has been around for a long time yeah just sporadically Mm -hmm. just sporadically and it's like do you do you understand what you're doing when you do that like do you understand what that is and they're like like some of them do and some of them don't but like a kid that young like why would they even know yeah about that Mm -hmm. being a thing is always my question like how does that how does that come into that kid's life and if it's from the other kids like okay i get that but like somebody's getting that from home somebody's right. experiencing that in their household as a normal thing and maybe as something that's like funny but it's really sad to see young children at my school that are like that's a normal part of their life and i always it just it just kind of hurts my heart a little bit like i can't i can't fix that
0: like, because you teach elementary school, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that even gives Mike more, more context to how old these kids are doing that.
2: Yeah, like seven and eight year olds. Oh like, boy. Yeah. Okay. And it's not even it's not even like the big kids of the school. It's like the middle kids and yeah some of the little ones. And it's like, why, <laughs> why do you know that?
0: Yeah. I'm a little curious because, um, so you you grew up with. <laughs> You know, a little bit more of a of a sheltered life, which is perfectly fine, well and good. Yeah. What I'm curious about, because I did not live that life at all. <laughs> I cannot imagine my life without video games. Yeah. Um, did you ever feel like, like when you got older, did you feel like stifled by that at all?
2: Um, I felt like there were jokes that I wasn't in on, but I kind of didn't care. I was kind of a weird kid. <laughs> I was like like in middle school and high school I was like hey mom and dad are you chaperoning the dance are you gonna come can you come I want you to be there (laughs) like which is so weird like that's the age where you're supposed to be like oh mom dad you get away from me which I'm positive my children are gonna do because my daughter's already (laughs) doing that (laughs) she's poor but like I was I was like really weird like that where I really just loved my family and uh, part of that comes from just having that really good family and my mom has eight brothers and sisters my dad has and so I have like 50 something first cousins yeah, and they're fantastic they're all wonderful people I love them dearly and um, like just that sense of like family being first Mm -hmm. and most important and everything else is kind of like like your friends are really nice people and they're wonderful and they're going to be there for you but not like your family is like your family will always be your family my cousins will always be my cousins my brothers will always be my brothers and like having that like i i didn't feel like if i was missing out on something i didn't feel like it was the end of the world mm. and i had i was really blessed to have some really amazing friends that like i was like i don't know what that is and they would look at me and they would decide they'd be like you don't need to know what that is oh, and they awesome. wouldn't tell me uh, or or yeah. they'd or they'd be like oh we shouldn't be talking about this and i there were some parties that i knew i didn't get invited to because of the things that were happening at them and I I did kind of feel left out but at the same time I was like I'm glad that I'm not having to deal with all of the stuff that you guys are dealing with mm-hmm. because you went to that dumb party
0: so how is that stuff framed then in your household because I, w- I would definitely ask the question like you know if it's not even like a violent video game because I remember when I was yeah. a kid like um, Mario. Halo 2 came out and yeah. I really wanted to play Halo 2 but like and I really have resentment for the guy that was at GameStop that day um, because <laughs> he played up how bad, how quote-unquote mature Halo 2 is. Oh. Like, yeah, it's it's gory. You're killing aliens. Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there's there's a little bit of, of swearing. But he was like, oh, yeah, there's like blood and gore everywhere. There's swearing back and forth. And my mm-hmm. mom was like immediately like, all right, no. And I remember being like so upset by like like this thing that is being kind of taken away from me yeah. and was more annoying as i played it last opportunity years later and i'm like yeah. this is this is the tamest one of the tamest things that i have played in my entire life i played way worse and yeah. i played like way better but like how is that framed then in your household of like no you're we're not going to watch These movies we're not gonna play these video games we're not gonna watch these shows yeah or listen to this music or this radio like how is that framed in your house i think that you came out positively with this positive view of it even while you were an adolescent and a a teenager
2: um my dad always worked really really hard to give us alternatives so like I had Christian boy bands that I listened to that were like. <laughs> and it was like looking <laughs> Reliant back K. on it. I did you listen to Reliant K, K and yeah. I listened to oh, Plus yeah. One. Plus One was like the hot thing in my house for a while. Um, and my dad would take us to concerts, like Christian concerts. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I. <laughs> have I been to a concert without an altar call? I'm not sure. I'm not sure I have. <laughs> um, yeah. So like my dad like we we very much like had experiences of like the the cool things but like we didn't have it wasn't like secular stuff we're like christian stuff and catholic stuff um and like as far as video games goes we had a big yard and we just went outside and played with the neighbors and like we never my my brother really wanted video games like really bad and he would go to like friends houses and play especially as we got older um but he also like because we because we were so much older than our friends were when we got like exposed to it, he was like, "I totally get why mom and dad didn't want us playing these games because they're like mm-hmm. some of them are like really bad." Yeah, mm-hmm. and I know that he got exposed to stuff before I did because he because of his friends, who his mm-hmm. friends were, um, it's guys being dudes. Yeah, guys being dudes. <laughs> guys being dudes. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I don't know, my friends like didn't like my music, which I didn't care because I liked it. <laughs> right, I was like. that's all right um and looking back like now that I'm an adult and like Sam has been slowly introducing me to like music that I missed out on and music that I should just know as an American person um and like his favorite music I'm like wow like I can only listen to my favorite music from back then for a short amount of time before I go okay this is really cheesy but I like didn't know how cheesy it was back then because they mm-hmm. didn't have any other frame of reference. Like I didn't have other things that I listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember in middle school, I went to a school dance and they were playing some song, but it was uh, just like a normal song for teenagers at that time. But the lyrics were like really gross. And if I had not most of them. Yeah, yeah it's most like, of them. I mean, sadly, you don't even have like to narrow of, it down. Yeah.
1: But I was trying to think of which one, but it's like, oh, all of them. Mm-hmm. I
2: mean, all of them. <laughs> yeah. And my friends were like... The, the friends I had at that time weren't very close friends, but the people that I was hanging out with were, like, dancing. And I was like, ooh, is that what I'm supposed to be doing with my body? That's gross. I don't want to do that. And I ended up just, like, walking around at this dance, like, totally bored. Because I was like, this is nasty. I'm not doing that. And then <laughs> after college, I started ballroom dancing. And I was like, dude, this is what kids should be learning. Like, kids should be <laughs> learning how to do Because it's really, first of all, it's really fun. Because there's, like, you know, flips and spins and stuff that are right. really cool. And second of all, like it's it's a way better way of dancing. You don't you don't have to be like supernaturally talented to ballroom dance really well. You just have to I put disagree. a little bit of work in. Yeah, I'm, ah, I'm not very good. You're at fine. That. Don't be like that. That's fine. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I did I did feel that I was missing things, but I also felt like the things I was missing were things that I wanted to be missing. Mm. So.
0: That's a testament. That's a testament to your parents for sure because that's like the biggest worry I have as, God willing, one day a future parent. Mm-hmm. Um, grow Like making sure that my children who are going to grow up cradle Catholics mm-hmm. are still Catholic after they leave our house but understand why we sheltered them from the things of this world. Like... Yeah. I probably won't be as extreme as your your dad because I love video games. Yeah. I grew up in video games. That's how I bonded with my father. Mm-hmm. But I also know where the line is. Yeah. Because there's a lot of really great casual cutesy games, board games, yeah. fun like Jackbox games, like fun games that you can play um, within the proper context. Yeah. Um, or and I and I know there's going to be a lot of sacrifice on our part. Like there's probably a lot of sacrifice for your parents because you guys didn't watch the v- movies or the you know videos or any of those things because your parents didn't either.
2: Yeah, I don't think they wanted to though. Like looking back on it, like they really my parents' favorite show is The Waltons, so they really <laughs> they really just love stuff that's like and and they were like on us forever like you have to watch the chosen you have to watch it's so good and i was like okay well this is gonna be another mom and dad show and then i finally mm. watched it and I was like no they were so right this is the best thing um so they and they we found stuff you know we we would go to i remember we would go to blockbuster like every other Friday and we would look for a movie and dad was the best one at finding movies
3: mm-hmm.
2: i don't know how i did it he would pick up a random movie with like little no known or not known actors in it with some random weird storyline and it would be the best movie. <laughs> I'd be like, how did you do that? My That's mom
1: would so do weird. that, but it would be the worst ever. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so when Redbox came out, yeah, you know, like Redbox has really, really good movies mm-hmm. and then they have just... Awful ones that mm-hmm. you don't even remember were in theaters because they probably weren't in theaters. <laughs> and my mom, it was like it, it was hilarious. We actually like would joke around about it because she'd either get a movie that was really solid. Like, this is a great movie, mom, good job. Or one that was just so bad. But we I remember no it was like ground. But she would buy she would get them, rent them, and then like we would sit down for a movie night. But like my mom was always like constantly like doing stuff like getting the so she would put the movie in and then she would like leave. <laughs> <I'm>
3: like, <laughs> and mom, she would come back and yeah, she
1: like leave and then the rest of us would watch the movie and she'd come back and was like, How's the movie? I was like, It was awful. Thanks for picking that out. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Like it's like, Oh, I'm sorry I missed it. <laughs> I was like, Did you know who was bad? And you just wanted to like torture us for an hour and a half while you got the house right here or something? I don't know. It was hilarious. So for funny. as
0: much as I know about your mom. <laughs> I really hope that was it. <laughs> I
1: I I think she was like, I don't know, bless her soul, man. I I I think uh I think she she's a little bit of a troll in that way. I think she like was like, let's just pick this up. I don't know, it's going it's probably gonna suck, but you know what? Whatever. It's a dollar. You know my <laughs> mom, it's a why. dollar at <laughs> Redbox, and it'll be a good laugh it'll for give later me, on. It'll give me an hour
2: and a half where everybody will be <laughs> on the couch. I have yeah. to say as a mom, like that's a dream come true if everybody is like happily or, you know, occupied yeah. doing something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love my children more than anything, but I also really get excited when I get to go to the store by myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is like
1: Christmas. My I mom would come back loved. from the store just like energized. And I never yeah. understood why. Cause it's like you're going to, you're grocery shopping. Like, that could be like, I don't know, not exhausting, but like, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. And then she'd come back energized. And now I understand. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, yeah, as an adult. And there's being, a whole new level yeah. when you
3: have children.
2: <laughs> like, you know, I didn't have to take anyone out of a car seat. Or like forced right. them back into a car seat. <laughs> <gasps> this is the best. It's I didn't peaceful. have to worry about anyone getting hit by a car as I'm driving <laughs> back out to the with the with my car.
0: So um you have this great childhood. Yes. Phenomenal. Yes, for now. Um so you become a teenager. Where did you go to high school? I went to Lincoln. You went to Oh, you even went to public school on I top did. of that. I I went to public school on my top goodness. of My
2: goodness. So like for real, I was like in the world and like seeing it and like, is this really eh. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. So we finished watching The Chosen like last week, everything that's out so far. And then we went (laughs) we were a couple episodes behind on She Hulk. So we watched like the last and I was
1: like (laughs) I've I've watched one episode of She Hulk. It's
2: yeah, it you know, I just I'm just really frustrated by the culture of our world right now. (laughs) Like seeing like the two of them back to back was really like shocking. Like Going from The Chosen and like we were we were like, honestly, we we're so disappointed when we ran out of episodes. We're like, oh, we can't watch Jesus tonight. <laughs> no, no, I have to wait. <laughs> yeah. So and then and then we're like, well, we started watching this and it's not great. But hey, let's finish it. And we finished it. And we were both like, ugh, this world is so like
3: this is bad yeah
2: it's just bad it is and like being watching that movie as a or that show as a woman and like i can see what they're doing and i can see why they're doing it and it's just so extreme to me like
1: yeah i've seen the
3: memes i understand it's oh uh.
1: i fell asleep in episode one I don't think I'm going to finish. finish. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to finish, uh,
0: to be honest. It's yeah, fine. Don't do it. So uh, <laughs> uh, where did you go to, after high school, where did you Where you go to college?
2: I went to Silver Lake. So Rip. weird situation. RIP, bro. So much story behind this. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, the entirety of my school career. When I was in second grade, I was like, I want to be a veterinarian. And my mom's like, you have to put animals down too. And I was like, never mind. (laughs) And then I was like, I don't know what I want to be. Maybe I want to be a writer. Maybe I want to blah, blah, blah. And I had all these like crazy weird ideas, but I didn't, I didn't really know, but I liked music and I played the piano from like the age of five. And then like I (laughs) got to high school and I was looking at my senior schedule and it was like music, music, German, music, AP English, AP music. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going into the music field (laughs) and I don't want to be a performer. So I guess I'm going to teach. Sure. Why not? And um, my little brother was born when I was 16. And when we were looking at colleges, uh, when Nick and I were looking at colleges, I said I don't want him to like not know who I am. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to go away for a semester and then come back and have him be afraid of me. Um, so I wanted, I knew I wanted to stay close and I went to Silver Lake college and sister Lorna Zemke saw me and got hold of me and was like, we, we want you to be here. You need to be here. This is, this is the place for you. And she just like adopted me and I was like, okay, cool.
1: <laughs> Sweet. Awesome.
2: <clears throat> yeah. So, and I, I was there for four years and I had two other people in most of my classes. Like it happens at Silver Lake. Um, yeah. And it was, it was a great experience. I won't, I, I'm not going to say that it was a very terribly Catholic experience at Silver Lake, but um, I enjoyed in
0: Saint Norbert. I'm sure.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. From what I've heard, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, enjoyed having the chapel. Yeah, right. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, and I uh, graduated from there with a music ed degree, which I didn't. I didn't know anything about. I didn't know anything about the program <laughs> when I went there. I just knew that I'd be able to stay close to my family, and live at home, which was free, which was awesome. Um. <laughs> and yeah and then and then you know by the time i graduated i was like oh this program is like international there's like 80 countries that come to this school so they can learn from sister lorna zemke who's my teacher and lost three of my assignments this semester like (laughs) 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 it wasn't that bad i think she only lost one of my assignments that's all right but we like to pick on her for it (laughs) um but yeah and i you know i I can't imagine being a teacher and not having learned what I learned there. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like a lot of the stuff in my life, God just goes, okay, here it is. Don't drop it. You know, <laughs> just put it right in front of you. All you got to do is take it. That's it. Super easy. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking super easy, barely an inconvenience, uh, which is a YouTube thing. Oh, my husband watches. What is it? Uh, movie pitches or something. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the lines that's in every single one of the anyway.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. So and then after college, I got hired like immediately um, to teach. <laughs> I was teaching in two rivers in the morning in Denmark in the afternoon. Whoa. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, a lot of driving. It was really fun uh, when we had a snow day in Denmark and nobody called me. So I drove up there oh and I was gosh. like, why aren't there any cars in the parking lot? Oh my and I was driving a Geo. Wow. Oh so I had to turn around and drive home mm. in a snowstorm <laughs> in a Geo. And I was like, it's a snow day. So I like put Christmas music on and had a great time driving home. But I was just like totally, I was like, man, somebody could have called me. I didn't have to drive all the way out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, so I, I did that for a couple of years. And then I worked in Kewaskum down by West Bend. And while I was working in Kewaskum, which is an hour away, I was also playing piano for the Life Teen Praise and Worship Band. So I would uh, drive down Kiewaskum, uh, after Life Teen on Sunday, and I would teach all week. And then on Friday night, I would drive to the ballroom and go ballroom dancing, which was an hour drive. And then at midnight, after I was in ballroom dancing, I would drive an hour back to my parents' house, and I would go in and start my laundry and go to bed and then on Saturday I would get up and do the rest of my laundry for free at my parents house in a not sketchy washing machine that did not have cat hair in it <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would pack up all my stuff on Sunday and I would go to Life Teen and then I would drive an hour back home and I did that for like two years three years I think I did it for three years anyway then I met my husband and got fired for the second time and I uh, Okay, can we
0: not gloss over those two sins? Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll start with the good. Yeah. So, how did you how did you meet uh, Sam?
2: Oh, I love this story. This is fun. Um, so the first time that I met Sam was at a house party that a house party at the Naz house, Nazareth house in Green Bay. Um no, and not a No, <laughs> very not. Very not. You and I
0: have different definitions of house parties.
2: Yes, we do. (laughs) Um, So the girls at the Nazareth House are um, committed Catholic single girls who are discerning marriage, not discerning religious life necessarily, but discerning marriage and need a place to stay. Um, So they live together in community and they called all of their female friends and they said, hey, we're having a party. We're going to invite all of the single eligible bachelors in the entire Diocese of Green Bay that we like. You should come (laughs) and meet them. And then they called all of these boys that they had told us about and said, hey, we're having a party. It's going to be free food. We're going to have a scavenger hunt. It'll be lots of fun. You should come.
1: All a guy has to hear is free food. Yeah. yeah. All a single guy has to hear is free food and he's there.
2: Yeah. So that's <laughs> what they did. It was genius. And so I went there and my friend introduced me to a couple of guys. And yeah. one of them, there was one in particular. She really wanted me to meet him. And he was like super quiet. I found out later he doesn't like crowds and he's super funny. But he's also really like dry and sarcastic so i just thought he was boring because he didn't say anything because it was a big party (laughs) so anyway i was like really grumpy and i don't remember why but i was super grumpy and i went and sat in the front room and just like sat by myself and then sam came in and sat next to me and he uh there was a guitar there and he picked up a guitar and he was playing he's like man i wish i had some music and i said oh i got my binder in the car because i just did a retreat want me to go get it he's like yeah so i went and got the binder we sat and we sang for like an hour and a half and then i was like all right well i gotta go uh i gotta be somewhere tomorrow I got like a 45 minute drive home. So I got up and he's like, can I give you a hug? And I was like, yeah, I love hugs. So he gave me like the best hug I've ever gotten in my life. (laughs) And I've gotten some really good hugs. So that's really saying something. Um, And I was like, oh, I really like this guy. He's really nice. Uh, Whatever. I gotta go. So I left. um, And then my friend called me the next day. And she's like, what would you think of this guy? What would you think of that guy? And I was like, oh, they're okay. What about that Sam guy, though? Like, what's his deal? And she said, he's on Spiritus. He's not allowed to date for like six months i was like oh oh great bah, bah, bah. <laughs> yeah i found out later that he had started he started dating somebody else a little while after that it must have been six months after that obviously but um then i didn't run into him for another like couple of years uh and then all of a sudden he was at the ballroom on friday night and he's like all dressed up and i was like oh you look really nice are you dressed up for something in particular
0: Someone in particular. Fast forward to, well,
2: (laughs) here's what he said. He's like, it's my birthday. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Are you, like, looking forward to anything special? Like, any presents you want for your birthday? And he's like, I would like a spouse for my birthday. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) really?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love this.
2: I didn't know what to say to that. So I waited a very <laughs> awkward couple of minutes And then I said, do you want to dance? And he said, yeah, sure And now we're married So it worked out really well <laughs>
0: So hold on, okay So your husband Yes Who, if I, who I've who met, I love yes. him Yes mm-hmm. um, A, broke one of the worst faux pas at house parties He picked up a guitar <laughs> Nobody likes that guy at a house uh-huh. party
2: this no, 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 no! This no, was no, a particular no. house party. It was. I, I suppose,
0: but John, you know what I'm in. talking about.
1: Yeah, but I can I can understand both sides. Like th- there's t- there's two different types of house parties. I'm trying to I, imagine I, the house party you're at. But
2: yeah. I'm thinking, that's allowed. The Catholic house party. I'm
1: thinking, uh, but I know what you're. For, know what you're for, saying. The, <laughs>
0: for the focus <laughs> of my rant, <laughs> <laughs> he picked up a guitar. In my experience, nobody likes that guy. <laughs> Some guy comes in with a guitar. I'm like, I hate that guy. I want to leave. Get out of here. I don't want him to start singing that one Green Day song. Um, that, Wonderwall. Not, Is that the not one? Wonderwall. No. Um, um, time of Your Life. Time. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't want to hear that. I don't oh, want to take funny. a shirt off. I want to be here. Yeah. And then <laughs> <laughs> you meet him years later and you ask him what he wants for his birthday and he says the most forward thing that you can yeah, say he even in a non it. in a non Catholic circle. Yeah, I want a spouse.
2: He doesn't even remember saying it. Like that's I the crazy part. He, He's like, you, "Are you sure that's what I said?" I'm like, "Yes, I'm positive. That's what you, you said.
0: You might have heard. What you I wanted had, to hear?
2: No, I didn't. Because I was like, I was really, I was like, uh, what? I, okay. I don't. Um, that's a really awkward thing to say to someone <laughs> who's just re-met you for the first time in two years. Like,
0: shoot or shoot, man. <laughs> okay. Shoot yeah. or shoot, yeah. It
2: was, it was really awkward. Shot, or shot But luckily, and, uh,
0: because out. it was a particular house yes. party, because you are who you are, uh, it worked out. Yeah. So
2: well done, Sam. Yeah, good job, Sam. <laughs> I'm just really giggling about all this because like my dad plays guitar. So like to me, picking up a guitar is a perfectly normal thing to do at any time for any reason. <laughs> so my dad's guitar does not ever live in the case unless he's taking it somewhere. It's always out like yeah. on a stand. And at our house, we have like three guitar. Mm. We have a guitar and we have two bases out. And we would have two guitars, but I dropped mine on the floor at school and broke it. So. It's in my dad's basement getting doctored up.
1: I know what to do with that. How
2: do you fix it? I cried How's a little it? bit, and I was like, "Dad, what do I do?" And so he called some people that he knows that do the things, and they were like, eh, "It's a piece of wood; glue it back together." No. Oh. So right. he was like, "Okay," and he knows how to do all the things. So that's good. Yeah, just give it to somebody who knows what they're doing. Apparently, yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry you—you you <laughs> made eye contact. I thought I was—I was chewing but... a cough drop.
0: No, okay. <laughs> um one thing I really enjoy uh, I've seen like photos of your wedding. Uh, you were in a cast.
2: What? Were oh. you in a cast for your wedding? No. I uh or a I, scooter or something. I sprained my ankle really bad. Yeah. Um and I had it oh, I don't know if I don't know if those are my wedding pictures because I don't think we got any pictures. But um I had my ankle did I have it wrapped? I don't think I had it wrapped. Um, so I had I had pretty shoes and I had boring shoes. And I wore the pretty shoes to mass. And then I forgot to bring the boring shoes on the trolley <laughs> uh, in between mass and reception. So when we got to the reception, I was like, you need to tell them that I need an ice pack. So they <laughs> got me a bag of ice. And my maid of honor, who was like the best maid of honor, she did such an amazing job. She was like icing my ankles. She's like, are you okay? Do you need anything? And I'm like, no, I'm fine, really. And like on your wedding day, like you forget about eating food. Like mm. you forget that that's a thing until right. they put food in front of you. And then you're like, Oh, <laughs> I forgot that <laughs> hunger was a thing because I'm having such an awesome day. Um, so I'm like sitting there, like mowing down my food. And she's like, are you going to be able to dance? Because my husband and I very stupidly picked a Viennese waltz, which is the fast one where you spin around a lot. And oh. we very poorly danced it. We should have, we should have picked, a like we should have just not done the ballroom thing and just like, dance to it but whatever um so anyway i had this sprained ankle and i wanted to wear my dance shoes to dance in for the for the reception but i was like icing my ankle for like the entire meal and then like we got up and i was like yeah put my shoes back on it's probably fine and it worked out it worked out okay but yeah i was i was in rough shape
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I just remember i think sam might have told that story yeah and i just felt horrible for you um it was, not, it?
2: it was really not bad. And, like, everybody took really good care of me, so.
0: That's good. I, I think I met you guys after Elizabeth and I got married. hmm So, like, yeah. I remember our wedding day, and I was just like, oh, my goodness, I can't imagine, like, yeah. having to worry about that on top of everything else. You think about, like, forgetting to eat. Like, I yeah. would just forget about everything and just yeah. kind of worry about um, my spouse, my new spouse the yeah. entire time. Right. Um. So, it, You made, which is great. Uh, You've got two beautiful kids. Your kids are thank you so adorable. (laughs) Like every time I see them, it's just you know, like when you did the those ballroom dancing classes. Oh yeah, like Teresa's just like running around, jumping around. Even Joseph is running around, jumping around. Yeah, he's so cute. Um, So you're a working mother on top of that. Yes. And I'm genuinely curious about this because I have no idea how parents do anything. It's at all. Everything is very
2: hard. Think about like, there's a comedian that does this really well. And I forget what his name is. Uh, Oh, Michael, Michael McIntyre, I think his name is. But he talks about like, when you leave the house as a single person, or even as like a married, like adult, you put your shoes on, you put your coat on and you walk out the door. (laughs) (laughs) When you have children, you have to completely organize another human being and also yourself. Right. So, like, I've made my life really easy. I have two pair of shoes that I wear to work. <laughs> and they're both Chacos. One of them is a pair of, like, sandal Chacos. And one of the I didn't know Chacos makes shoes, but they do. So, I, I wear the same either. pair of shoes every day. And I wear one of, like, six dresses probably, like, every day. So, and I always pick out my clothes the night before. And I pick out my children's clothes the night before. Because, like, I'm not a morning person. I'm, like, so... Not a morning person. I think I've been on time for work like six times this year. Uh, on time being the time that I'm theoretically supposed to get there. I don't know. That's a story for another time about how I don't actually know what time I'm supposed to be at work. Um, but like just leaving the house is like a trial because sometimes they don't want to leave the house. <laughs> sometimes they're like. I don't want to go to school today and I'm like you and me both kiddo put your shoes on like well <laughs> that's great um, and my kids are amazing like sometimes I can just be like hey this is what we have to do because this is what we have to do and they'll be like oh, okay and they'll put their shoes on even at like you know the ages of 2 and 4 um because we've been trying really hard to like explain things to them as much as possible rather than just like mm-hmm. reprimanding mm-hmm. them or whatever right. disciplining yeah. them We're trying to be very intentional about it and like working all day long with other people's children that have like severe, severe problems with like regulating their emotions and like understanding what is happening like inside their body and in their mind. Like when I come home and I see my two-year-old is like having a meltdown that he doesn't need to have because he's upset and I can just look at him and be like, are you upset? And he goes, yeah, like, why are you upset? And then he tells me why and I'm like, well. That was a choice that you made. And then he goes, (sighs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm kind of like, you know, this conversation isn't that hard to have. Like.
0: Where it's so easy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's hard to, the hardest part I think for me being a mom and a teacher is like all the stuff that works with my kids at home doesn't work Mm -hmm. with my kids at school because there's no consistency in some of their lives. Mm -hmm. Like I can look at my kid and be like, you're not making a good choice right now. And give them the mom look, look, which I use at school constantly. I do that to my students and some of them look back at me like, I dare you. And I'm like, you're six. Like, <laughs> you have
1: no problem you shouldn't, <laughs> you
2: shouldn't be making that look at me. And also you can hang out with me for the entirety of your recess if you really want to. That's a choice that you can make. I'm going to let you make that choice. My favorite conversation is the I'm going to let you make that choice conversation in the classroom. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to waste your entire music class chit-chatting with each other. And then I can come and teach you what you're supposed to learn now during recess. I will let you make that choice. (laughs) And they kind of look at me like, wait a minute. Is this this a good thing? (laughs) Trick question. (laughs) Yeah. Something doesn't seem right. I don't really know. But yeah. Um, it's hard it's hard to the hardest thing I think for me right now is uh, making dinner because I get home <laughs> I have, I get off of work at four-ish heavy emphasis on the ish part depending on what sorts of things I might have to wrap up before I go home uh, and if I have to make any phone calls which are th- is my least favorite thing about my job um, <laughs> and then I have to go get my kids from my parents' house and they never want to leave because how dare I take them away from grandma oh gosh I mean, yeah I get it My grandma was amazing, too. Um, And then I go home. By the time I get home, it's like 4.30. And I'm like, I really want dinner at 5. Like, that's like, that's my dream. Eating dinner at 5 o'clock on the nose. Sam doesn't get home till like 5.20, so that never happens. But like, that's my dream. And I get home and I'm like, I hate cooking. Like, it is my least favorite thing in the world. And there was a time after we got married where Sam was not working uh, for various reasons. And he loves to cook. And he would cook dinner every night. And I was like, this is the greatest thing. I've made it. <laughs> this is my life. I love it. It's perfect. It's wonderful. And then he got like a real job where he has like real hours. And I was like, oh, shoot. I have to like do the things now. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Back to cooking. Back to <laughs> cooking. And I there's only like four things that I can confidently make that will taste good. One of them is what we had tonight, which is tacos. Because oh, you can't screw up tacos.
1: I had tacos too. Yeah. Taco bowls.
2: Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. The
0: the good thing about and John I'm pretty sure you can go along with this <laughs> is like the good thing with men is if you leave us to our own devices, mm-hmm. we will eat the same thing every yeah. day. Yeah. Forever. <clears throat> yeah. I when I was a bachelor, I made two, three different things. I
2: don't think my husband has that quality because he's a really good cook.
0: Uh, oh mm. and th- and that's fine. You but should, if you're if you're a man who's not a cook, like you should never feel bad yeah. for making food because I never do. Men I just hate eat it. Food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I never feel bad about it. I just really like I really hate it. Like with with every fiber of my food. <laughs> it's my least favorite thing in the world. But you should definitely ask Sam about orange chicken sometime. That's a really oh. funny story. Uh, he Do you
1: make it or he, oh he makes it?
2: He ma- he ma- he tried making it one time. It's I'll, you'll have to you'll have to talk to him about that. That's a good that's a good bit tidbit for the listeners. You know we Ask should have
0: done John. What was that we should just add Sam here too? Oh man, <laughs> that would have been fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, we we would have to get a babysitter though. oh that's future. right yeah 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 that's babysitters right. Babysitters are n- finding babysitters is not fun. Yeah, yeah. especially yes. since like the first obvious choice would be grandparents. But my mom watches my children all day long, and I <laughs> feel bad every time I call. I'm like, I want to go on a date on Friday. I can, can so, so was all day long son. <laughs> yeah, right. So now I'm getting really smart and I'm calling my dad instead of my mom because he doesn't get to see them all day long. He doesn't usually know. get to see them at all. So I'm like, do you want to come and tuck my kids in on Friday? Also, he's like the cuddliest person in the world. My dad, <laughs> yeah. also my husband and my son. But all of the men in my life are super cuddly. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, that's it, like his favorite thing in the world to do is snuggle small people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and put them to sleep. He's got this like magic trick. I don't know. Have you ever seen one of those people that can like just pick up a baby and the baby just falls asleep for like no reason?
1: Um, Have you ever seen any no, of those? I no, mean, I've seen it in a TV show. Super does. Office. My dad does it.
2: Like all the time. Like you, you hand him a baby, the baby's asleep in 10 minutes. That is a... doesn't matter what they feel like, how they're doing, baby's asleep in 10 minutes. He'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> it's amazing.
2: Dad, what is this?
1: We called CB my mom headset. in the middle
2: of the night one time and she came over and she was helping. Teresa I had oh, I had eaten Panda Express and then breastfed my child. Don't do that. It's a bad idea. Every time. <laughs> um, so she was having probably like heartburn and whatever else Chinese food causes for like the first time in her life as like an infant. Oh, and I was no. like, I don't know how to work a human. Like, mom, how do you, how do you do? What do I do, what do, we, what with, you do this with this, baby? this small <laughs> creature? Like, and so she, she's like showing me all the weird things you can do with the baby to get him to burp, basically. Um, but yeah. I was like, I should have called dad because he could have put her right back to sleep. <laughs> they like go to tag team dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One can
1: do with the acid reflux, the other one with the sleeping. Yeah. Dream team.
2: <laughs> it really is.
0: Yeah, there's a there's uh, there are parents listening. If you're if you want your kids to be good at school, um just just be consistent with yes. your discipline, please. Yeah the The hardest thing for a teacher is is a consistent discipline, yeah, um, and B kids that fight back, yeah. which like you're always gonna have kids that fight back, but like a kid that understands discipline, knows its purpose, mm-hmm. and can take the consistency of it, and can take it with an explanation. Sure, um, those are the best kids because they'll understand what discipline means. And why it's happening. Yeah. And then when we talk to you, the parent, past tense, when I would talk to parents when I was a teacher, they would, they would, like, I would tell them what I'm trying to do and they're like, oh, we don't have that issue at home. You know why you have that don't have that issue at home? Because you don't do it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, kids yeah. don't, you can't let kids figure out that kind of stuff on their own.
2: I'm going to add something to and that. And
0: adults, too. You can't let adults work that stuff on their own. That right. you've, You must be, like, it sounds, like, really, like, hardcore, like, German. Like, blah, like you must be disciplined <laughs> I, I feel when that. you're a kid. I feel that. So much. Like, discipline yeah. has to be a thing. There's a way to do it.
2: Yeah. Like. It doesn't have to be mean or, like, punitive or right. whatever. But, like, I'm going to add to that. Yeah. You have to make your kids do things. Like, make them go to church. Right. Make them sit in church. Make them like help them to under help them to understand that when we're at church we be quiet, you know, and right. and that's a that's a that's an uphill battle. And like, <laughs> my mom knows when we're at morning mass with the children because sometimes we do that, and she she usually watches morning mass on the live stream. She's like, oh, you guys were at mass this morning, yes. Yes we, yes, we were. Did you hear <laughs> Joe giving the sermon? Uh, so, I mean, it's, and it's not, it's not like an easy thing, but like they need to have that experience of like doing something they don't want to do. Yeah. And like you being like, th- this is what we're doing. This is, we're a family. We're a team. This is what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. They need to understand that. And so many, <laughs> I looked at a kid today. This is like really rude. I looked at one of my students today and I was like, do you have brothers and sisters at home? And I was shocked when this kid said yes, because I was positive they were going to say, no, I don't have any brothers and sisters at home. Because they were like, I didn't get a turn to play that game five classes ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, buddy, that game is like over and gone. Like, <laughs> yeah, like... We have moved on to bigger and better <laughs> things in the curriculum. Um, and so I had to explain that like 12 other people in the class also didn't get a turn to play that game because it's music class. We only get 45 minutes every three days. Mm hmm. And there are so many things to do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. So like trying to, and that kid did a really good job, I would say of like understanding what I was saying of like, you're not always going to get a turn and you're not the only one who didn't get a turn and you need to stop asking about it. (laughs) But like, I don't know, just like as a parent, like it's crazy to be a parent and a teacher because I was a teacher first and I got pretty Mm -hmm. good at that before I became a parent. I think I'm, Better at being a teacher because I'm a parent, because I, I understand some things so much better than I did before um, having my own kids. Mostly the patience and talking to tiny humans who don't understand things. Um, but like, make your kids do stuff that they don't necessarily want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we're going to the library today. I don't want to go to the library today. Mm, today's library day. We're going to the library. Mm. And then they get there and they realize it's fun.
0: <clears throat> the library is a great place.
2: Yeah. Or, you know, we, we need to go shopping today. I don't want to go shopping today. Well, we have no milk or eggs in the house, so we are going shopping today. <laughs> or we don't eat. <laughs> yeah. Or you're not having breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I And we we made a commitment, like, before Teresa was born. We we talked about this in great de- detail. Like, we're not going to drop off the face of the planet as adults after we have kids. Like, we want to keep, like, going to the things and doing the things. And Teresa was a very calm and, like, quiet Child, which Joe is like (laughs) a tornado in comparison, so like we would just go to things and we would just bring Teresa, Mm -hmm. and people would be like, Oh, you have a baby, and we'd be like, Yeah, isn't she cute? You want to hold her? Um, and we loved bringing her everywhere. (laughs) Joe, on the other hand, like you can't take it, can't take that kid anywhere. (laughs) <laughs> there's a there's a book at the library it's called Joe Goes Out to Lunch and Joe is a baby frog and the whole book is just like how he ruins his parents like they, they were going on a date and the babysitter canceled and so mm. they're bringing him to this fancy restaurant and he like <laughs> he ends up like throwing his entire plate on the waiter and like just all these and I was like oh my gosh this is Joe and I was like this I need to stop reading <laughs> this I need to stop reading this book to Joe because the main character has the same name as him and this is horrible <laughs> right now he kind of understands how restaurants work but like we need to stop reading this book, <clears throat> but yeah, we we really wanted to like keep like going places and doing things and like bringing our kids so they can see like what happens like if mommy and daddy are going to a talk that's being given by a, a monk. Like first of all, our kids love monks and nuns; they think they're so cool. <laughs> oh God, it's a nun when we're at church on Sunday, and they get very excited. That's um, awesome. So they they think that's so cool; they love yeah. it, um, and they. I mean, if we had never, like, introduced, like, mm-hmm. them to that sort of thing, then they wouldn't know. But also, like, just teaching them to be in public, yeah. like, teaching them to be around other humans, mm-hmm. around other adults, which is important, and then also how to be around other children and how to behave with other mm-hmm. children. I think
1: it's really cool that they can actually, as two- and four-year-olds, spot out a monk, a nun, and know who they are. So, like, get really excited. first off, kudos to you guys, and my next thing is... My next question, I guess, is, like, they're two and four. Yeah. <clears throat> Oftentimes, I mean, I guess I've heard it as an excuse from people that yeah. are, like, you know, oh, they're so young. We don't need to teach them about the church stuff. Like, well, <laughs> they'll learn it in CCD class no, when they, they, they go. And no, I'm they like, I went through CCD. I can tell you. I, no, they won't. Um, they will. So, <clears throat> two and four. And yes. they already know who nuns and monks are. Yep. Like... First off, that's awesome. So, how do you do it? <laughs> because, like, <laughs> um, I I I love that. Like, I want my kids so to be able awesome. to spot out like uh, who a priest is okay, or so like, a monk. And
2: one of the we we do take them to to church very often. Like, at least Sam usually uh, reads on Friday mornings at morning mass, so we take them to mass usually on Fridays. Okay. So they they are very very familiar with being in church and being in mass.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: So we take them often. We always sit in the front row. Do not take your kids to the back of the church. Do not sit in the crying room. They can't see what's happening. They don't care. They need to be able to see what's happening. You need to be able to take their little faces and go, look over there. Look at what father is doing. Do you see father? What color is father wearing today? What's father doing with his hands right now? Can you see Jesus? Where's Jesus? Oh, look now father is elevating Jesus. Hi, Jesus. I love you. And like, they need to that's be awesome. able to participate in the Mass at their level, and they need to be able to see what's happening. And, like, I love being in the parish where I grew up because I, <laughs> I know a lot of the names of the people. So, like, <clears> somebody yeah. will get up to read, and I'll be like, look, Bob's reading today. And they'll be like, who's Bob? And so they'll look over, and I'll be like, that's Bob right there. Doesn't Bob have a cool voice? Bob has since passed on, so that's kind of sad. But, um, yeah, they need to they need to be a part of it. They need to feel like they're a part of it. Um, another thing that we've we do with our children is we were very purposeful about the bedtime routine which is a big deal Mm -hmm. when you have kids um we have learned that we have an absurdly long bedtime routine uh because (laughs) my my daughter was playing bedtime with grandma and tucked her in and then proceeded to recite all of the bedtime prayers that we say To grandma and she was like I almost started crying like that was amazing (laughs) and beautiful so we do the angel of God my guardian dear Mm. our Father Hail Mary glory be and then we do a little litany of the saints of people that are special in our family and we just say saint whoever pray for us Teresa can do all of that by herself she does not need help she's four years old she can do all of those prayers herself because we've been doing them since she was like two or three it doesn't take them that long to learn the prayers if you do them consistently. Mm-hmm. Consistency again. There it is.
0: Consistently will make you holy, Father McChance. <clears throat> yeah.
2: yeah. It will. And it's yeah. like, and Teresa has lots of questions mm-hmm. that I like never would have thought of. Where is heaven? How far is heaven? Can I go to heaven? I'm like, okay, if, if you go to heaven, you don't get to come back. Like you're there forever. And then she goes, oh. And I keep saying, can you wait to go to heaven until you get a little older? <laughs> <laughs> like okay and then she goes i want to be a saint and i say that's good you can maybe be a saint someday if you learn how to listen to mommy and daddy behave
3: (laughs) 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 because that's
2: that's the first part that's the first part of you know uh learning obedience from your parents so you can be obedient to god um yeah and we pray at mealtimes we pray a rosary every time we get in the car if i forget teresa will be like aren't we gonna do a rosary i'm like oh yes of course of course we're gonna do a rosary <laughs> mm-hmm. and she uh, i don't know what she's doing but she's like whispers to herself in the back seat i don't know if she's praying or if she's like pretend she's got a very active imagination if she's like pretending and like explaining to her imaginary friends what we're doing or whatever i don't know <laughs> but like she she's she knows like that's the yeah. first thing we do when we get in the car So we have all these like little routines and little traditions built in. And if we have a feast day, we go big or go home. Like it was the feast of JP2 on Saturday. We had a Halloween party that day. So like (coughs) the kids were already sugared up and like had had so much (laughs) fun. And we were like, we're going to go make pierogies and have gelato now because it's the feast day of JP2. And we didn't do anything to celebrate yet. Um, And another thing we do is um, Sam has given up drinking all beverages except water until abortion ends.
3: Wow. Yeah.
2: So he's had... That's, that's like, awesome. Yeah. He's had like two alcoholic beverages in his life. I don't think that's right. I don't know. We did uh, have a little mini celebration when Robot overturned and he had a, a beverage uh, that Zach brought over. Um, but anyway, so Sam's celebratory beverage is carbonated water with no flavor in it. Just carbonated water. And we call it bubbles or bubble water. <laughs> and of course, the children get bubble water when we're yeah. having a feast day so oh,
3: my awesome. nephew it's, drink it's, it's, it so it's like awesome. literally yeah. just water
2: yeah with bubbles in it right. like
1: it's fun so it's a like, trick
2: it's fantastic yeah. that's awesome it's i mean it is fun to drink we learned uh well, we went to rome for our honeymoon and that was like one of the options and we were like we don't know what that is we finally explained to one of the waiters and he's like i will bring you some so and then we tried it and we were like this is really refreshing if you've been walking around in the heat for a mm-hmm. long day like the carbonated yeah. water is super refreshing.
1: I'm kind of like carbonated water snob a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like I drink yeah. it a lot. Do you only drink
0: Perrier or whatever. No,
1: no, no, I don't have the I don't have that funds to drink Perrier every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but it's good. Yeah, I, I I love drinking carbonated water. Yeah. It's, um, do you yeah. have one of those like Soda Streams?
2: Yeah, we do. Yeah, and we never we put any. We never put anything in it. We just put just like we literally just carbonate the water and that's. Well, it. I
1: think Laura and I are gonna buy a Soda Stream. I think we're gonna. I recommend one. it. Yeah, it's worth it. We're not it's gonna fun. put any because we don't want to put any flavoring in it. But yeah, uh, or just like, uh, ooh, sometimes we'll like
2: put a, like a little cap of lemon juice in the water. Yeah, and yeah, like I think we'll do like lemon juice. The kids or lime are like juice. super excited about that when we do that. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll get one of those because. But like, okay, so that's another thing. I like get the
1: math, and I'll save money.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I get it, yeah, salad. it's it's yeah. worth it.
2: You should do it. Um, but like, that's like a really little thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. giving them a special beverage. Right. And they, they they get really excited and they know what it means. And they could do a toast. Okay, always do oh, to the Blessed Mother cute. and her most chaste that's spouse. Fun. God bless the Pope. And you're supposed to say death to his enemies, but we feel that's a little extreme. So we'd say conversion to his enemies. And then we say, Saint whoever's feast day it is, pray for us. And they and then we do the, the tink and the drink. Which if you're having trouble getting your kids to drink things, tink and drink is like golden. Definitely do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bubble water is awesome because it's just water and they can drink it. Yep. And they know that it's a special thing because mm-hmm. that's daddy's special yep. feast beverage because he doesn't drink other things.
1: Right. So My yeah. nephews drink bubble water too. <clears> on <throat> special occasions. Yeah. I face signed on the other night and they're drinking bubble water. I was like, they love it. I don't know.
2: Do you, have, awesome. Do you have... I hated
0: it though. Like yeah. a really good bottle of scotch ready to go for the day, um, God willing, that abortion ends?
2: We don't, but we have... Friends that do
0: is it is it abortion in the United States or is it everywhere? We
2: he's Sam has not like really come to the conclusion about what that would be. I think he's thinking in the United States. Okay, because um, his mom called him and said, "Are you done just drinking water now?" And he's like, "I had one beverage, but I'm not done yet." So we celebrated, but the fight is not over. Was basically, I think, what he was thinking. Um, I think it is just the United States. I'm not sure. But yeah, there's, there's lots of things. And I have some things. <laughs> I, I gave him a little bit of my favorite wine on that night. And he was like, this is grape juice. And I was like, sorry, <laughs> I like sweet things. <laughs> <laughs> so I have some other things that uh, I'm sure he would like to try. But yeah. So
0: vote November 8th so Sam can drink a beer.
3: <laughs> so Sam can drink a
2: beer. Exactly. I don't think he would even like beer. He's more of a kind of wine guy, I think. But um, what's uh, Ron Swanson's scotch?
3: Oh,
1: um Lagavulian?
2: Yeah. Uh Zach brought some of that over. Is on, it Lagavulin? On Roe Night. It's, and
1: it's, well, it's from Scotland. Or it's um
2: I think that's what it was. Uh, but anyway, that oh, was that was that was great, his celebratory yeah. beverage that yeah. night. That's fun. Yeah. So
1: I knew exactly what we were talking about when yeah. you said I have friends who so I was like. It's Zach. Ah, it's Zach. It's Zach. <laughs> I know he's a Scotch. So, friend, Zach's, so. <laughs> Zach's got stuff
2: ready to go. And yeah, I have some other awesome. things that I think Sam would great. enjoy more now that he has told me that my wine is grape juice. <laughs> I'm like, great. Now I know what direction to go in for you. There
1: you go. Go super dry. Oh, Just yeah. Like total for opposite sure. Opposite spectrum. I, I have a bottle I'm of shocking. something downstairs yeah. that I
2: was like, I'm never going to drink this because I am not going to enjoy it. But now I know I can't give it to Sam when we get to that point.
1: My wife's family, I never drank wine until mm-hmm. I started dating Laura. And I kind of realized I'm going to have to start, like, drinking wine. Yeah, they know. not uh, like, Yeah. Because they, yeah, they that's well, their I drink, they drink wine. Like, I, I never drink it until I was like, and I don't drink a whole lot anyways. But I was like, oh, wow. They only, they don't drink beer or, or anything. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, if I'm going to be hanging out with these people, I'm going to have to know my wine. So I'm, I now know a little bit of wine, but reds, <laughs> I'm just starting to, like,
3: Understand. And I, yeah.
1: yeah, like. Apparently it's a, a Pinot isn't that dry, but it makes me cough every time I drink it because it's so dry in my mind. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm starting to understand a little bit.
2: I don't think I do but, like at all. But I know that I know there's a couple things I like, and I tried to yeah. order those couple things. And yeah, that's it. as long
3: as you find whatever you
1: like, yeah, and then drink whatever you like. Yeah. Anyway.
3: Yeah.
0: That's very good. I am a big fan of of all those things. I think that's that's great. That's one of the things that I, when Elizabeth and I talk about uh, having kids, like celebrating feast days. Oh, it's so like much fun! Participating in the liturgical like seasons mm-hmm. and li- yeah. living in the liturgical
3: year. <clears throat> oh, here's of the another church.
2: thing that's really cool. Um, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews of the public library because of you know they they cater to everybody. But there's a really nice little little section of Catholic books at the public library. Oh, I did not know. Yeah, that. there's a book series called Molly McBride, and it's a little girl who wants to be a nun when she grows up. So it's basically Teresa <laughs> That's with red hair. Awesome. Um, and so I I I, I was like, oh, I will try these. So I pulled one out, and it was Molly McBride in the purple habit. And she, Molly McBride, loves the nuns that wear purple habits. And it's just her a story of like her sister's first communion day, and she was really grumpy because her mom wanted her to wear this itchy dress, and she wanted to wear her purple habit costume. Um, and she's like, she's like insisting that it's not a costume. Like, this is my habit, and I'm gonna be a nun. And I was like, "Whoa, girl! Like, you're like four years old. That's cool. Calm down." Um, <laughs> Chill. so I get, but she, then she ends up wearing it because she she took too long to put it on. You know, like four year olds do, and. I was like, this is such a great book, and it shows. It shows like the the nuns, and the nun is like explaining things to Molly about like the church and like being a nun and like first communion. And I was like, this is so awesome. Like, this is a real life kind of situation where like, like I want my kids to know nuns and monks in such a way that they can ask them these questions yeah. and get mm-hmm. these really cool answers out of it.
1: I think we downplay how smart kids are sometimes. Oh yeah, like I, for sure. I I hang out with. Like my nephews quite a bit and i'm like one of them's five but even before they're five and three he's three now i was like these kids are they 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 catch on they like yeah they know really quick like they watch and they know stuff really quick so oh like geez. they learn like they learn prayers like my nephews yeah. would pray at two you know like and before that they would pray but like they could recite their prayers and like yeah like sometimes when my my, it's funny when they ask like okay uh my nephews are ellis and ozzy like what do you want to pray for sometimes they pray for like really like but like yeah kind of funny stuff but yeah um, yeah, like like my one (laughs) my nephew was like for the for the dogs like he has like dog wallpaper Mm -hmm. he's like for the doggies on the wall and my my (laughs) sister's like okay how about like that's very nice of you for the (laughs) the on wall, but like what about a person (laughs) like yeah but they they understand it like they, they know they like they can conceptualize God they can yeah and like because we, we were to, made to yeah we need to stop downplaying that yeah and and just like age and
2: not expecting yeah. anything of them like right. my two year old can do the sign of the cross not okay. very well there's a whole lot of Holy Spirit going on when he does the sign of the cross because he kind of just goes back and forth like 15 times yeah but he can do the, he can do that like that's and and like my children Jenny Fleck when they come mm-hmm. into the church and when they leave the church. Especially if I remind them to do that, like it's
3: yeah.
2: it's not impossible, to, and it's mm-hmm. in and if if they can't do it, that's fine. But find out, mm-hmm. like ask them to do it.
1: I, not to bring it back, so like the chosen, because like we could do that every episode. But oh, like, for sure, uh, we're going to do for it for today. It. Yeah, do we, it. We might as well. But like the episode where, and this is before um, Jesus' baptism, so it's really it, it's before. Um, I think it's like episode two episode with the two kids. Three, with the kids, we yes. watched.
2: We had Teresa wanted to watch yeah. something with us, and we're like, we're gonna watch that. And yeah. we watched it, and she loved it. She's like, this is cool. Um, she didn't understand it was Jesus I for that like episode. most of the episode, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that episode. It's so, so much great
1: because it just shows a how much Jesus loved children
3: mm-hmm. more loves. than any
1: more than yes, but like, yes, loves more than anything um, in the world, and. Um, it also showed too like the kids are asking questions like yeah. kids ask questions if you get them engaged in something and if it's something that's productive and let like, it be a
2: real thing, thing for them yeah I hate it when it, people are like this is for the kids so now we have to dumb it down and we have to make it easier for the-. I'm like no these right. kids are going to be adults someday these are these are tiny adults
1: mm-hmm. I love at the <laughs> end of mass now when we have the kids up. I, yeah, I love it it's so, I think cute. It's it's so cute. cute it's so fun and it gets them engaged and you know what and it, you know we can conceptualize God to them for, at their level. Like, yeah, for I, I sure. Mean, there's for sure things that are like really, really deep that may be like totally over their head. Mm-hmm. That okay, maybe maybe not at age two or three or four. Right, <laughs> but they can understand. So yeah. let's let's get our kids to mass and get them in, get them involved. Anyways, I'll stop
3: tangling or going
1: on a rant. No, it's good. <laughs> I
2: mm-hmm. loved the, in that episode that like. You're seeing Jesus practice with children, yes. Because kids are kids ask such awkward questions and such like weirdly deep questions sometimes that like adults aren't even going to think to ask those questions. And one of the things he says is, "I really hope my next students ask the same questions you do." Yes. And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's because kids ask really good questions, they do. really awkwardly good questions sometimes." <laughs> and sometimes we don't even know the answers to
1: it, you know. And we're like, and, oh, and I tell my kids I when I don't know <laughs> the answer, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of a Jim Gaffigan joke where he he goes he has like a bunch of kids. I think he has like six or seven kids. Yeah. And his kids like he he was joking about how, how much he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And he's his he's like my kid he pointed at the antenna. He's like daddy what's that? He's like it's an antenna. Or he was like daddy look stick. He's like no son that's an antenna. He's like oh what's an antenna? And he's like it's a stick. You got it. It's a stick, it's a buddy. Stick. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. It's a stick. Like, yes. I don't know how else you describe it, but like, they're observant. So, yeah. we'll ask questions. But,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're so much fun. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Oh,
0: Oh. that's that's a lot of good information.
1: It is. I <laughs> sticks and antennas. Sticks things. and antennas. Yes. I'm going to just. I mean, mean how else do uh, you describe an antenna to a two year old? It is a receiver for <laughs> waves. It's a
0: stick.
3: It, li- it <laughs> listens to something
2: a so that the TV will work. <laughs> it's a
1: stick that gets waves. <laughs> it's a stick that makes your TV work. So. Magic no. stick? It's, <laughs> it's
2: magic it stick. is It is kind of magical. It is kind of, I don't really know <laughs>
1: if I understand antennas even as an adult. But no. you know what? It's fine. I don't have to.
2: There's a, a,
0: a speaking of comedians, there's a comedian that I I enjoy, um, Steve Resinezzi, who's uh, Kevin in the league. Oh yeah, okay. Um, definitely not a comedian that I would recommend to children for sure. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like talking about like home stuff that he doesn't know, and he's like,
2: "Oh my gosh, how so
0: does water outside. get upstairs?"
2: Anybody tell me. Oh my gosh, There's that's a, a really yeah. good question. How does water get upstairs? There's pipes like, involved. He,
0: electricity. His wife is like, "Oh, can you can you take a look at the, at the." at the outlet upstairs the light isn't working he's like well honey i would assume it's because the magical electric fairies stopped bringing the electricity to the (laughs) to the outlet
1: my father-in-law is an electric engineer oh my gosh we were in the car together and now i'm a homeowner now and so like we're you know we're finding things wrong we're fixing them whatever yeah i I sort of told him i was like i don't understand electricity i understand a little bit but to be honest you understand I do, how to not I, I, I was like, I do not understand it at all. But you know what?
2: That's okay.
1: I don't need to. I just need yeah. to know when it works and when it doesn't. So he tried to explain it to me and I was like, that's nice. I, I don't,
3: still I don't, don't understand <laughs>
2: electricity. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> we just hired an electrician to do quite a lot of things in our house. Yeah. But my favorite thing that he did was he took the washer and dryer the dehumidifiers and our chest freezer downstairs off of the same circuit so now i can do laundry and not blow the basement circuit which was previously running everything (laughs) i literally the day i called him i was literally standing next to the breaker box pushing the breaker so that i could finish the laundry while (laughs) everything else was still running and i should have just like started unplugging things i think i did unplug the dehumidifiers but i still had the freezer plugged in okay and it was still tripping the breaker and i was like I can't unplug the freezer. Yeah. Well, I'm
1: glad like, you can do your chores now without un- unplug other appliances. It's great. <laughs> it's my <Bye>. favorite. <laughs> yeah.
0: Electricity is one of those things. My um, my grandpa builds houses. Oh, my so, gosh. Like, so there's a, there's a subdivision in Sheboygan. Every house on that subdivision he built. That's pretty neat. F- That's so cool. By himself, ground up. The only thing he does not do is electricity.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he that he lets yeah. that
0: go. He's a he's he might still be the chief of he's he's a he was he was a fireman his entire life. Mm-hmm. So he's the he was the chief. I think he's still the chief at the at the firehouse in Sheboygan. He built these houses, he's like, I will never touch electricity. <laughs> That's like what <we're> most <laughs> a smart do works, man. It, leave yeah. it to the professionals, man. Yeah.
1: I think every contractor I've ever talked to is like, Yep, nope, not doing that. <laughs> Don't not know how it. to do it. It's they one of the only things you
0: can do while building a house
1: that will kill you outright. Oh yes. yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, well we had so like you know like where the electricity comes in your house? Yeah. So like the, the line, right? Yeah, oh yeah. The pole that for our house.
3: <laughs> 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 well you know the the you know and then, yeah, like, the when the electricity that comes, yeah. in yeah. comes into the, your house, the, the pole.
2: The, the thing up in the, <laughs>
3: on the...
1: Well like the, okay, so it's coming into our home mm-hmm. and it's called the mast. Okay. It was oh. crooked. We had to get You know some things. I, well I learn. I learned <laughs> yeah. it right now. Um so uh we had electrician it was kind of crooked the guy was like yeah you'd probably fine but in like 20 years it would probably blow and then you would put out all the electricity in your house and the whole block and i was like let's not do that <laughs> so we got it fixed and um he came by and i'm outside and he's like yeah just avoid those wires over there they're live and i'm like oh okay like, <laughs> thanks good to know wasn't planning going over there but that's great to know that you're dealing with live wires and that like, he could like I don't know, man. Like, he himself easily, easily. Yeah. Are you
2: wearing like those giant rubber gloves? Maybe? Yeah, I think he he was wearing you... like those oh, okay. crazy, <laughs> like yeah. oven mitt rubber gloves. Yeah, yeah, for... he was
1: wearing those when he was dealing with it. But oh my gosh, yeah. So I didn't have electricity in my fur house for like a couple hours, but it's all right. It's worth it. Yeah, I always say I don't have to shut down the entire electricity for the whole block in twenty years.
0: So you <laughs> do you think after twenty years though? You, you'd probably think that they have a coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: I feel like you can hate anything in 20, 20 years. Uh,
1: like, are you talking about my neighbors? Yeah. I don't know. They're pretty nice people so uh, you yeah, think like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I could, I could hate yeah. this block in a 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, maybe I shouldn't have fixed that mask. <laughs> Black out the entire neighborhood. We
2: have a tree oh. like that in our backyard. If it, if it goes down, it's taken out. Oh yeah, a lot of stuff with it. Hopefully not our house. I'd be okay if I took out the garage because the garage is a little janky. <laughs> you know the, <laughs> the it's tree it's real by my house? Oh, yeah. Dude,
1: that hits your thirty house. foot
2: pine or, or whatever in front of your house. Or it's on the side house? of our. It's on the okay.
0: side of our house. It's the big tree. Yeah, on Eighth yeah. Street. Yeah, uh, I'm. Gar- I, that's how I'm going to die. I'm just. That's.
2: <laughs> it's going to come down right on top of down. your Come down in the middle I of
0: mean, the night. I mean, I know where the roots <laughs> are. The roots are. Hmm. They're pretty close to the house, but I know that that tree is probably never coming down because it's so ingrained in my yeah. yard. Yeah. Um, but that will be the thing that kills me if we don't. If we don't move out, if it doesn't come down in ten years before I move out, um, that'll be the thing. That, that that's how I'm going to die. I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> you okay with that. You've mentioned that. You've accepted. Tree,
1: it's taking me out. The fate of Yolo. the tree. When you come over, I'll you'll see how many trees. Yeah, we how have. long have you been
0: in the house? You haven't even invited me over yet,
1: dude. we had COVID, man? I'm like, I'm gonna <laughs> invite you over and be like, hey, hey, come on come over and some, feed me dinner. Come while get I'm some sleeping. rona. Like, <laughs> you no, know, you'll be over eventually, but you'll see how many trees there are. And uh, the, the, I love trees, but they give the, every time this year, this this time of year, they drop their leaves.
3: And I it's a you, huge it's mess. It's
1: beautiful. I no, it's not. It's <laughs> not. You know what it's not really, when you're out there for like six hours.
2: Raking leaves.
1: I wasn't even raking. I had like I have a leaf blower. Oh yeah. But it's so wet too. Yeah. That like the yeah. leaves oh, oh my
2: gosh. Guys. Like, it would it be like, better like, to are use a leaves be like, Big are you your leaves leave
1: small? Here? They're uh, yes. Yes, he has all everything. of the leaves. I, I have both. all the leaves. You we want? All, do you want them, some yeah. of my leaves? I'll, I I'd love your. Leaf. We could have a. We could have a giant like leaf, leaf off. We we <laughs> <laughs> like it's a it's a child's dream to like uh like if I, I made a pile. I happen of to leaves. have
2: children that we could. Yeah, chuck into the pile of leaves. Yeah, you could. Yeah, come on over. Yeah, it would
1: be. I can. I have multiple. I'll large bring the neighbor piles. kids too. It'll be yeah. fun. <laughs> multiple <laughs> large piles at the, end of my, at the end of my lot, you know, on yeah. the road, which is what people do. I will have another one this weekend because it, yeah, may, it was so many leaves. And they're not even all gone. Maybe like two thirds of the way through of these leaves. I don't know, man. So many yeah. leaves. I, I mean, was like, I was looking at the trees. So I was like, which one do I like? Because by the time. I'm done living here. <laughs> They're all going. They're all gonna be gone. Don't think I want all these trees. So which one do I really like and which one do I, like? I don't? I already like know like two of them. I'm, like as long pff, as you get sunlight you to
3: your
0: lawn, what do you care? Well,
1: well, that's the thing. Like some are ginormous, ginormous, where it's like blocking, blocking stuff. all of the. Yeah, stuff. like there's an area which is fine. I don't really care. Like it's there's, there's an area where there's no grass because. <clears throat>
2: The trees. sun never arrives yeah. there. No, yeah, no,
1: never. If you want year-round shade in that, you just hang out in that spot right there. Mm-hmm. So I will just, say, yeah.
2: I had a very open yard to play in when I was young. Yeah, there were not many trees in it. It was glorious.
1: Yeah, I I did not have many trees in my backyard. It's a nice backyard though to still like run around in.
2: Yeah, here,
1: but like, yeah, growing up, I didn't have any. Like we have like a couple of trees. Yeah, you know, my, we had like beds. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's a couple of trees in those beds, but they're yeah. evergreens and they didn't shed. We, I never raked growing up, and then I was like, oh, this is why my parents never bought a house with trees on it. So, <laughs> yeah, now I understand. Now I get it, but that's okay. That's all right. My parents planted a
2: bunch of trees as I was growing up, so now they <clears throat> their backyard is like a foresty yeah. park area, and there's mm-hmm. so many leaves. And I'm yeah. like, man, you guys should have thought this through because now your yeah. children aren't here anymore to rake them right. for you.
1: Does your dad rake them? <laughs>
2: <laughs> or uh. I can't remember if he rakes them or just runs them over with the lawnmower and yeah picks them up that way.
1: I so on Saturday, they were all on the uh, you know street. Yeah. Woke up Sunday morning. I was like, I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna mow my grass. Leaves everywhere.
1: Everywhere. Yep. I was like, you know what? I'm still mowing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it. still mowing it. I don't care if the neighbors hate it. It's I'm fine. still mowing it. It's no. fine.
3: Yeah. No, it's fine.
1: Everyone. It's, like it's that that time of year that everyone just remembers that leaves fall and who cares.
0: Yep. Well, I look forward to you being uh, the first of our close friends to ever invite us to yeah. their place of of living in uh, the three and a half
1: years that I've lived <laughs> in Manitoba, man,
0: man. or five years that I've known this group of friends. Because that's when we get there eventually. I, yeah, I you know I was planning,
1: I was actually planning on inviting you over, and then I got close <laughs> and I was like, oh man, that's, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's that's yeah, right. But so I, much for that yeah. plan. I've got
0: friends who are have been friends longer than longer than we've been friends. I've
1: never been in their
0: place of living.
2: I have a couple of friends like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, you, do you live Do they, you live in your car? Do you know have they, a house? Who they and, are.
0: And, and you know <laughs> they do know
2: who they are.
0: <laughs> they so know who they are. You know are. Our, our, our buddy who bought, uh, bought a house and he's fixing it up? Like, he bought it for the reason to fix it up. It's like, That's I've been over at, you know, well.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've been over there.
0: Yeah. We've been over there, but it's like his house is in such a state of like repair. I'm like, I'm not entirely convinced you live
3: here. <laughs> mm. hmm. and i've been That's in another
0: point. like garage area for for brandon you know brandon yeah i'm not entirely convinced he lives there i'm mm. convinced he lives in his car in there
2: we have a running joke that he's a hobo who lives in his car Brandon. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: and, yeah i've never been yeah I've never and been. your partner.
0: sister-in-law uh julia yeah. who's gonna be in the podcast in a couple weeks yeah um she's invited us over but she lives with friends right <laughs> Right, so it's which is, kind of fine. They have a lovely home. Yeah, they have a lovely yeah. home, and so I was yeah. very felt very good about about being there. Yeah. I was very happy. Uh, the only other place I could think of ever being invited was when Father Ben was here. I was over at his place a couple times. Oh yeah, but he's a priest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so a like, little different. So I don't different. think that really counts. Like it was great. Right. Father Ben's a Father Ben's a great host. Um, and I was over at the Waldo side rectory when Father Jose lived there, but like. Where I'm not entirely convinced that my friends live. Places. I think
2: we should bring back dinner parties as like a cultural norm. We try to norm. do
0: them all the time.
2: Yeah, it's really hard. <laughs>
0: John,
1: I've been to them. <laughs> you, you yeah, also got to remember that uh, you know I'm a nurse and I've oh, I. Oh, i have
0: How many times do I have to give you like I give you a pass? You're a nurse. My wife's a nurse. Your, too, your wife is a nurse. None of my other friends get a pass. None of them. For blowing us off every weekend.
2: Not a single one. I'm sorry, ma'am.
0: Not as a, you do though.
1: I do blow you off every once in a while.
0: But you have a you have a job?
1: I usually most. usually am out of town. Or uh, of I am t- out
3: or, of or <laughs> out of town. <laughs> or I have <laughs> work.
0: Hey, I'm gonna see my dad. you're gonna see your dad again, huh. Uh,
3: yeah,
1: I like to see my dad. Hey, my dad's, you know, your dad's a cool guy. Yeah. it's yeah. He's a cool guy.
2: Yeah. a well, Yeah. Together. We are at an hour and shout forty to minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um we're gonna shout out all the dads today. The dads. Thank
0: you. Shout out to my dad, Jeff, talking still probably still talking to that guy at the grocery store for sure.
2: Oh, that sounds so familiar.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like you just go to a grocery store. My dad knows everybody. Yeah. He would know stuff about like <laughs> I'm not entirely convinced that whatever but like he always used to tell us that he always knew what was going on in our lives Mm -hmm. he always knew where we were what we were doing all the time and like there would be snippets of time where like he would tell us something that we were doing and we're like how the heck did you know that it's because he just knows everybody yeah like oh jeff i saw your boy like doing i um when i had seen a release one day Mm -hmm. i may have told the story in the podcast I had senior release one day, so I, like I ran over to I work worked to the pig, mm-hmm. and the pig was right across kind of the street, across the street, went through a parking lot. You're at the pig, um, and like I got, I was gonna check my hours because the schedule went up, and I get to the pig, and I've got I I text message from my dad and it says call me now. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, geez. what's going on? So like, I got call him and he's like, where are you right now? I'm like, I'm at the store. He's like, what are you doing at the store? On oh, senior release, I'm checking my. How did you know that? I know things. <laughs> I come to find out, but really, like,
2: he just knows people.
0: He had off of work that day, and he had just dropped my sister off. So, oh, like, that's funny. Or my step, my step sister. So just like saw me run across the street. Um, I'm not entirely <laughs> convinced that he knows, but you would go to the store with him, and he would. He knows everybody. Never yeah. been he was president of the school board. He was always, you know, there at, at church and stuff. <clears throat> so like he had a really big, you yeah. know. Yeah, group of acquaintances, uh, you just run into somebody. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there's 20 minutes. Yeah, You yeah. run into somebody, oh, there's 20 minutes again. We're
2: that just going to leave mom. you here, Dad. Yeah. We're going to go get all the groceries. Meet us in the front in an hour. And if you're not there, we're leaving you here.
1: <laughs> that was my mom. Shout like to she, you. she knew everybody. And uh, always felt the need to talk to everybody. My dad... Uh, knows people but my dad's an extreme introvert where like <laughs> Your dad's my kind of guy. doesn't talk to people yeah. unless they talk to him mm-hmm. but people feel the need to talk to him a lot of time like okay so yeah. my dad and my brother-in-law my brother-in-law took my dad out to dinner once um, I don't remember why my sister-in-law wasn't there but anyways she and my sister wasn't there but it was just the two of them and they went out to dinner and my dad normally goes like one of three places. And my brother in law was like, hey, let's try some place. Let's try a different place. So he goes to, they go to this place, not even their hometown. It's in the town next, you know, next to us, but it's Arrowhead. So at Arrowhead, it's all the towns feed into like one school. So he goes to Stone Bank. We lived in Mern. Anyways, they're going to Stone Bank. My, my brother in law was like, there's no way people know my dad out here, whatever.
2: Ha, wanna bet. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Every, like, four people came out to my dad. My four people felt, an, and my my brother in law was like, I feel like I was with like the mayor of the town. Like everyone <laughs> yeah. just came up to your dad and just started chatting. So people know my dad and like to talk to him. But dad's a really but, nice person, but he is not the person. He just rather to, not to engage. <laughs> yeah, he's not the person to engage oh, with others. Was he was like, this
0: battery power is running low.
1: Oh, all right. So we need to sign the podcast. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Because we've been going
0: for a long time. Uh, So thank you so much for for listening. If you want to be like Dana, you can send us an email at humblyspeakingpod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Please pray for us. Dana, you were awesome. We are praying for you. Allah Father Mike Schmitz. Praise be Jesus Christ.
2: Amen. Amen.